Oh boy. You want me to do what now? You know what we're gonna do. Hi, this is Craig Kaplan. I'm here with Jerry Washington. I'm co-hosting this fourth podcast. The reason for my involvement today is that Jerry's been working with me now the last six weeks. I was coming off of back surgery and uh, he's done phenomenal work and I told him that I wanted to kind of be a little bit of a spokesperson for him. I've been working with professional athletes for the last 30 plus years. Hall of Famers from the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, and the NHL. And because of that, I've been in a position where a lot of trainers have approached me and wanted to work with some of my clients. All the trainers I've worked with over the last 30 plus years, Jerry's definitely one of the best. And the reason that I like Jerry so much is he has a lot of different thoughts and plans on how to get you to your goals. And there's a lot of different ways, of course, to reach your goals. So with that in mind, we actually braved a snowstorm on Thursday, January 4th, to bring you this podcast, because that's the level of Jerry's commitment. So, so Jerry, tell me, uh, I read your blog today, and you talked a lot about um, hard work, but hard work in, in and of itself does not necessarily lead you to the promise of Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, hard work... A lot of people go out there and they want to work really hard and they believe that if you work, you know, 10 to 12 hour days, that you'll get to that promised land as you said. So <laughs> the thing is that when you um, work those 10 to 12 hour, 12 hour days, if you don't have that mindset or if you don't have a plan to where you want to be at, like after say 30 days, 60 days, or even a whole year, then you're going to run into issues where you're just kind of running that rat race or running that treadmill and constantly running, doing those 10 to 12 hour days. So it's kind of like the old axiom, work hard and work smart. Absolutely, work hard and work smart. So so today, being January 4th, a lot, a lot of people are, you know, they're freshly into their New Year's resolutions. And since you're in the healthcare field, you know, personal trainer and that kind of thing, a lot of those goals are fitness related. People want to lose weight, eat, eat better, you know, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. what, what kind of advice could you give them as far as goal setting, working hard, and smart? Yeah, absolutely. That's you know, that's that's a really good question because. Uh, you know, a lot of people make, like as you said, make resolutions around this time of year and people get really excited about their progress or get excited about the um, possibility of being uh, X, Y, and Z at the end of the year. But the problem is that they see it, but they don't make that plan to be it. So what I like to think about is uh, when you see what that vision is or would you see that what that goal is at the end of the year or at the end of six months or even at the end of a whole, uh, at the end of 30 days, what you want to see is like, okay, this is what it's going to look like. And then you want to do what's called reverse engineering the process. So if you say, okay, I'm going to lose 30 pounds by the end of the month. By, that might be a lot. But if you want to lose 30 pounds at the end of the month, you have to re reverse engineer it. If you're losing 30 pounds and the month has 30 days, what you're going to do is you're going to work towards just chunking it out and trying to get one pound a day for 30 days rather than just kind of working your face off and then you maybe lose 15 pounds in two weeks and then you have no goal and you end up gaining 10 pounds and then you get discouraged and then you're right back where you started on January 4th. <laughs> 30 pounds and knowing what their body shape was and what their 
exercise habits were and all that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, could you kind of arbitrarily come up with a, a plan? Like how would, how would a person that maybe was 50, 60 pounds overweight lose 30 pounds in a month by, by losing a pound per day? What would be the key components? Well, the key component first is obviously diet and exercise, you know? <laughs> but if you're li really looking down for like a breakdown, if you're working out half an hour a day, even half an hour a day, just three times a week, you would see significant results, especially if you're not doing anything right now. So um, I'd say if you're, if you're living inactive and you're just getting off the couch, you're getting into working out, and you know you're 50 pounds overweight, like I said, the first thing, try to get, to get you know, even cardio, just doing something to get you started is going to be something that will get you to that, that at the end of 30 days, have that, that sense of progress. So that's one so element. Let me, let me ask, so, so are you saying that this 30 minutes a day, three times a week for this person, that, that would just be like on a treadmill type of thing? That, that, that will be considered the workout? Not necessarily. Well, yeah. Uh, to answer that, it would be more than just 30 minutes of cardio. Obviously, that would be, wouldn't that be the easy way out? It would be a great way to just like, hey, I'm just going to do 30 minutes of cardio and I'm good by the end of the month. But no, obviously you want to start off with something that you, that's manageable. 30 minutes of cardio, I would, I would say, would be manageable for pretty much anybody. From there, as you get, you know, as you get more accustomed to that and more used to that, then you want to step, step it up and start adding in weights. And then hopefully from, maybe you split it up 15 minutes and then 15 minutes of weights and cardio. And hopefully from there you can increase to a, an hour by the end of the month. Well, so it's also interesting, I know that you had told me before we started that you know, you're, you're happy to field calls from people and, and you know, help people out, free sessions and kind of stuff, mm -hmm. like introductory. You really want to just help people and get, kind of get them off the couch, so to speak. Absolutely. So what, what's the number they're supposed to call if they want to get... Uh, yeah, you can give, a, give me a buzz here at 484-231-8500. Uh, yep, 484-231-8500. Zero, zero. So anybody out there that's been thinking about, hey, I want 2018 to be a big difference for me, Jerry wants to make that happen for you. He's going to make that a reality. All you need to do is call him. Now you have really no excuse because he's going to set you up with a plan, and, and, and the first part of it's going to be free. So pick up the phone, give him a call, and as somebody that was actually in, in, in really good shape but, but had a, a, a bad back and, and back surgery... He's already brought me back to um, my pre-surgery strength levels, if not above them, in just six weeks. So I've, I've seen firsthand That's Jerry's awesome. results, and uh, they're, they're pretty amazing. And uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, to the next six weeks so that I can even be that much stronger. So. Yeah, beast mode. <laughs> so, so give him a call because he really does care, too, and it's beyond just him trying to get you to be his client, he does really, does like a deep dive and, and wants to help you across all the years. How, uh, how did you kind of delve deeper than just, well, you know, trainer, we train and then goodbye. How, how, how did you <laughs> that? Well, yeah, man, that's a fun, that's a great story. That's actually a great question. You know, a lot of people have asked me that over the years. It's been, um, you know, it's been, a, I would say, a series of events, and I, can't, I don't know if I can really pinpoint it to a specific time or event in my life but if I were to actually if you were to hold my feet to the fire and say hey you know this is you got to tell me where where it all started I would to say it would be my junior year of college when I took ballet 
you know, like as an athlete, I was, you know, my whole, my whole life pretty much an athlete. I saw ballet as something that was like kind of frou-frou and what other people did that they that kind of didn't want to do athletics. But um, when I actually had to take this class for my, I don't know if you're familiar with how liberal arts schools work, but you have to take these funky classes that aren't part of your major or whatnot, I ended up taking ballet as part of that. And I realized that ballet, even though it's an art form, there's a structure to it. And within that structure, you can... Create, you can create and play around and you know do separate things or do different things, but it doesn't have to be just this one this one line or this one straight line to to beauty or to success or whatever you want to call it. It's always something that's something different. And I noticed that within the fitness field now, it almost seems like it's you can only go one way. Either you lift more weights, you get more flexible, or you eat more chicken and broccoli. <laughs> Whatever, so there's really, it's so linear that I feel like that um, there has to be, and you know, there has to be more that there's out there, uh, more out there for people, because we haven't seen leaps and bounds in terms of results for people overall that say they've, you know, been training for, you know, more than three months or four months or whatever, you know. So that's why I see is like when you leave here, I think that, or when you come in my doors at uh, General Fitness Company, I, I see more than just like, let's get you to exercise more, let's get you to, you know, eat better or whatnot. I want to think about, I want us to think about like what brought you into my door in the first place or what's making you do these, uh, yeah, what's making you do these things that are and just taking a ballet class broaden your mindset to absolutely absolutely because it's more than just you know it's more than just lifting weights pushing you know as much as you can or running as fast as you can i noticed that it's more so it's more about being aware of what you're doing so like you can push a bunch of weight around and you know you can say yeah high five and all that good stuff to all your buddies because you lifted the most weight but do you know how you lifted that weight you know you, did you just throw it up off the ground or whatnot so so you're you're really about more than just training and and mindset it's like a whole belief type of system basically like what What's 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 your 2018 looking like? What's what are some of your goals for this year? Man, Craig, that's a good question. Because <laughs> there's so many factors. I mean, being in Alaska, a black Alaskan that's been that's moved around. I mean, I, my parents were military or whatnot, so I had to like really. Um, you almost have to shed your ego and shed who you are when you're moving around a lot because nobody really knows who you are. So you're gonna have to feel out what the environment is around you and kind of and, and adapt to what the other people, what other people are thinking. Because what people, I mean, you, you want to believe that everybody is the same, but, you know, people in Texas think a lot differently than people in Minnesota. People in Hawaii think a lot, people think differently than people in Rhode Island. And we're all the same generally, but I felt, I found that, like, if you can understand, and you can understand where people are coming from, speak their language, you know, get the little dialects or whatnot, people understand you and they want to hang around you a little bit more. So, so... You feel like living in all these different cities and being exposed to kind of like the different cultures there have allowed you to just kind of, you're, you're like more of a melting pot than most. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I lived in a lot of cities, a lot of, lived in a, a couple countries or whatnot, so it's like, um, you, yeah, like I said, you really have to kind of let your, let whatever your normal communication style or your normal understanding of how people work you have to just let it down and just you have to just absorb like a sponge what people are really saying to you and what they really mean and it's almost like 
like moving around, you really do. Even if even it's, even though it's inside the within the continental U.S. and uh, I guess Hawaii and Alaska, um, you understand that people just talk differently, and you have to relate to them differently, and just not not try to push your agenda on people and really try to understand how you can help them. So here we are in 2018, obviously we're only four days in, but, but what, what do you know today mm -hmm. the fact that you had no idea about before or completely done a flip on and think, wow, I was so wrong about that, but... Well, shoot, hey, man, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of things. But I think the, the main thing, to be honest with you, since I, since I started this business, since I actually opened up the doors of General Fitness Company, I really got an understanding of, like, um, that doing that working and um, putting in a lot of work and a lot of hours, they can be... They can be different. You know, I used to work 10 to 12 hours over at my, at the, my former employer. And, you know, I was... I was happy. I was making decent money. But um, what I would have to say is that I've gone, I've gone, I've grown to appreciate what I do more, even though I'm doing it, doing, putting in more work. So the 10 to 12 hours that I was putting in, I was having fun, you know, singing and dancing and, and, <laughs> and just enjoying being with my clients. But now I'm enjoying the, the, what I can put out there for people and what they, what they get back from me. I'm kind of well, so there's, there's a lot of people out there, especially Sixers fans, who hate this next word, the process. The process. <laughs> but uh, it, it, so you're enjoying this process. Exactly. That's easy. what I would say. Yeah. It's not easy for you. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, you're you're still getting set up. You've only been open for a little bit. Mm -hmm. But but you're making the best of it. And even though it may not have gone as smoothly as you would have liked, of course, you're still. You're in it, and you're day to day, and you're enjoying it. Yeah, and that's yeah, and that's what it's all about. You know, it's like success. And I've said it many times. Like success is not all about the money. It's not about how many people you know. And I guess it's a little bit, but you know, <laughs> success is really all about like enjoying where you're going on a daily basis. You know, like really getting a feel for. You wake up in the morning, and you're. Like literally skipping the work, maybe not literally, but you feel like figuratively like you want to skip to work because you're happy with everything that you're doing. And a lot of times, I would say that's just not the case for a lot of people. And and happiness is that is that kind of the tomorrow's vlog? <laughs> yeah, that's a great segue. Yeah, tomorrow we're going to be talking about tomorrow is fulfillment Friday on the blog, so we talk about you know happiness and where you're gonna where you're going with. Uh, where you're going on a daily basis. So yesterday, or today, I should say, we talked about um, you know working hard and putting in a lot of hours and not feeling that happiness. And tomorrow, we're going to talk a little bit more about like how you can be happy, happy on a daily basis and happy within the moment, even though uh, sometimes some things may not be going um, quote unquote your way. So, what does happiness mean to you? To me, it really is like waking up in the morning and like being happy with the fact that I'm helping people out. Um, and I have my family is ha and my family is safe. My friends are safe. You know, nobody's giving me calls saying so and so is sick or whatnot. So it's really just about you know <laughs> keeping good company. But it's really all about just having just knowing that everyone around me is safe and secure, and they're ha and they're not having issues, and that I have the ability to wake up every morning and help other people um, fulfill their happiness. I like to say that 
I'm an amplifier of abundance. So that makes me happy to see that other people can do um, that other people can do more because of what our work was together or what we did together. So to kind of circle back to being New Year and goal setting and you know the, the people out there that that maybe haven't worked out in a while that maybe aren't feeling that that you know they can make this change that they're trying to make mm -hmm. you know maybe deep down they know well, I want to lose some weight or I want to I want to just be more active or I'm in, I'm in pain all the time mm -hmm. well, what what would you say to them to get them to take the first step oh well that's a good good question you know because like with anything Everybody has challenges. You know, I've had, when I first started, uh, when I first thought about opening up my business, I had the challenge of overcoming that, um, am I going to be, am I going to be bankrupt? Am I going to be poor living on the streets? Am I going to call my mom up and tell her that, hey, I failed or whatnot? But um, I think the first, I think the first and most important thing is to accept failure even before you even failed. If you can accept that you did something and maybe it doesn't work out or it does, accept that, hey, it might, might not work out. Not saying that you're going to go out there and say, this is not going to work out, but if you can accept that this might not work out and you can still go forward, then that would be the first step. The second step, you didn't ask the second step, but the, you, maybe you were going there, but the second step then is to visualize where you want to be. So, like, it's, it's hard to visualize for a lot of people where they want to be because they're so afraid of that failure. They put up a wall to even, that, that blocks them from even seeing that, that future because they're so afraid of that failure. Why, why do we even have to call it failure? So, so for example, like if I say that I'm going to try to run 30 minutes on the treadmill today mm -hmm. and that equates to, let's just say, three miles. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I only get to 22 minutes. Why, why does it have to be considered a failure? Why can't it just be considered I tried and I fell short of my goal and now I just kind of set a new goal or I refocus and I say, oh, that's a start and then maybe I add another minute on each day. Absolutely. I, I agree with that. I mean, I, I maybe, I'm a little, <laughs> maybe I'm a little bit more uh, tougher, I guess. Like I said, I'm trying to work on my empathy. <laughs> But for me, I see that as, I see failure, I don't, I don't see failure, I guess, as other people see failure. Like, I see failure when it happens to me, because I fail, just as anybody, any other human being on this earth. I mean, I fail. But I think, um, for me, I love failure, because I, I love to learn. And I know that when you do something, and you go out and you set out to do something, and maybe you don't, quote unquote, succeed in it, and you see, okay, these are my, these are where I need to improve, I think that's it's it's invaluable. I think uh, for me, failure is way more important than succeeding because you know, succeed you're just partying. When you fail, you're learning and getting better. Well, I'm I'm a huge MMA fan. I probably missed maybe three UFC uh, pay-per-view cards in the last twelve years. So I'm, okay. I'm a diehard. So you're definitely a diehard. <laughs> but what I what I've heard a lot, especially from um, guys that have lost. These guys have learned so much more in a loss than they ever did in a win. Mm -hmm. you know, some guys, they might have went in undefeated, and then they lost. Mm -hmm. through, through losing, it, it teaches them, well, I, sh I could have trained this way. I can train this way the next time. This is the area that I fell short on. It gives them kind of like the roadblock, uh, roadmap, roadmap, I should say, mm -hmm. to, to get to where they want to go. Mm -hmm. So there's very few, there's very few fighters 
in MMA that are undefeated. Mm -hmm. There's a couple, but for the most part, but it, and those, most of those guys that talk about, well, I lost, but then they 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 far and away went to another level mm -hmm. on the return, which a lot of it comes down to to mindset, work ethic, mm -hmm. and then having that plan, but being able to see. Yeah, where are we, right. we going to be? <laughs> so, I mean, you're an athlete. Like, what what do you tell your clients in terms of that hard work? And, and uh, you know what? Um, that's that's great because um, hard work obviously doesn't come natural to everybody. You know, <laughs> some people uh, some people really don't want to put that that work in just because of the fact that, like I said, they're they're afraid or just like they're not used, they're not accustomed to it. But for a client that would come up to me and say, hey, Jerry, like, what's this deal with hard work? Like, do I need to really, like, work my face off and train five days a week and, you know, eat? You know, and I say, you, you got to work with what, what makes you feel comfortable. You know, at the end of the day, like, I mean, it's, it's almost like, it, I would hate to say it, it's almost like it's, you know, almost like that yin, yin and yang. But it's like, you have to feel comfortable, but at the same time, be outside of your comfort zone. It's a little bit of a... Uh, I can't think of the word for it, but it's it's, it's one of it's, it's a little bit of two things. So um, that hard work that you're putting forward, you want to just be say, all right, this is where I want to be, but this is where I'm used to doing. So if you're constantly doing the same thing and you're not getting those results, I would have to say that like maybe your idea of hard work is not exactly <laughs> your definition of hard work is maybe not maybe needs to be reanalyzed. So. If you're telling me, if you're coming to me and say, hey, Jerry, so what's the deal with this hard work? Um, I've been, work, quote, unquote, working hard, and I haven't been getting any, any results. Then maybe I would say, I tell these people, like, hey, let's, let's look at what you're doing. Let's see what your definition of hard work is. And if, it, if it's something that is, should be getting you results, then maybe, maybe that, you know, there's something else we need to look at. Well, so that's a, that's a good segue into, into what I was going to talk about now in terms of nutrition. You mentioned chicken and broccoli. <laughs> people have a tendency to think, well, you know, I need to eat, you know, this way so that I can, you know, maybe get the six pack or lose the weight or you know, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. But obviously, if if you're working hard, working out hard, mm -hmm. and you're not eating properly and yeah. hydrating, mm -hmm. you're you're going to have limited results. Absolutely. So so what's your what's your um, recommendation for, for people? So, I would say, um, you know, switch it up. Yeah, maybe barbecue chicken and brown joking. <laughs> I'm joking. No, um, I can't. You know what? I'm a personal trainer, and I really respect. Um, I respect people that know their boundaries. So I would say that there are some basic things you can do. Know like your protein, your, your protein uptake, or know how much protein you need to be taking, how many car carbs you need to be taking, uh, taking in, how many calories you need to be taking in. But I can't say like for everybody, it's slightly different. And uh, we do, ha I do have a few connections or a few people in my network that I refer out to in terms of dietitians and as well as a few uh, meal prep companies. Is there like a rule of thumb? So if you weigh 150 pounds, you should have a certain amount of protein a day. There is, there, there is, but even within that, I mean, there's, there's totally rules of thumb for everything. You know, like you could do, I mean, literally everything, right? <laughs> but um, the problem is that 
Um, even within that, if you're 150 pounds, you could be an ectomorph, a mesomorph, or an endomorph. So you could have three different different body types. Whereas, say, if I were to recommend you do 33% protein, 33% fats, 33% carbs, that might not work for you because you're a mesomorph that doesn't need that. <laughs> you need so you might need a higher amount of protein content. So I would say if you want to need to be seen by a you need you need to be seen by a professional. Come in. <laughs> Come in, hang out, General Fitness Company, and I'll set you up with a dietitian, or we'll talk about it, and we'll see what we can do together. Because it's a new year, and you're such a great guy, you're, you're offering a, a free... Free half-hour consultation. You come on in here, free half-hour consultation. So most people won't even give you, they won't even give you the time of day. <laughs> you come in, and they'll like... That number to call Oh, uh, that number. So you call it once again. So if you want that free consultation and set up your appointment, you can go to uh, you can call me up 484-231-8500. Also, you can check out the website generalfitnesscompany.com. All right. Well, thanks for joining us and until next week. Yeah. Keep good company. <laughs> thanks a lot, y'all. I appreciate it. Hey, what's going on, bro, Montana? You're still here, sticking it out like a gunslinger. <laughs> you know, I really appreciate you listening to episode four in its entirety. You know, I put a lot of work into getting this right and trying to edit it, and, you know, this is definitely not my forte. So um, if you hear a couple glitches and some funky stuff in there, uh, you know, I'm doing my best. <laughs> Speaking of doing my best, you know, I'm going to be having a party next week. Uh, we're getting it together, having quite a few of my friends helping me organize this thing, and it's going to be pretty big. <laughs> we've got some food, we've got some local catering companies, as well as a, uh, uh, a local food prep company that's going to be there providing some food and refreshments for us. We're obviously going to have some friends, going to have lots of friends there, and I hope you bring, uh, bring some, of your uh, some of your own friends along, and uh, maybe some family members as well. You know, we're going to be here at 300 Levering Mill Road in Ballakinwood. So if you're in the Philadelphia area, uh, starting at 7 o'clock next Thursday, January 11th, we're going to be partying so hard. So hard. <laughs> no, but seriously, I'd love for you to drop by if you're in the area. Love to see your face. And I'd love to shake your hand and say thank you so much for listening to episode four. Thanks a lot. And I hope you're having a great day. And, uh, as always, keep good company.